Hello, hello, and welcome to my lovely, inspiring human potential community. To everyone tuning in, before we get started on today's topic that is in pursuit of those keys to inner growth and following your heart to the life of an entrepreneur and to much more that I talk about, guide about, from the podcast to the blog to other online presences which are known to those who continuously tune in a special announcement anchor has allowed finally that listener support button which means the world for everything that i pursue and wanting to share and for those who are looking to support the inspiring human potential mission its purpose and anyone who believes in general in inspiring human potential because that's one of those amazing things we can do and the online world has brought us to be able and do connect support and uh, together we will achieve that harmony worldwide so if you wish to contribute because uh, the inner growth process mindset has contributed to your life or because you believe in inspiring the world through these different means please do so thank you so much for doing so and as always you can reach out if you want to collaborate if you want to share your story if you have a personal development uh, process mindset something that can contribute to others in their unlocking of their untapped unlimited potential reach out to me uh, the blog luna12780.com has my email in the about section and let's move on to today's topic as always the lovely online community has at heart us online entrepreneurs content creators we have many different names but we are all here to inspire human potential in our unique way and for the inspiring human potential community we have new podcast patron members only episodes coming this year because patron has started something to support the podcast community and uh, we are going to use that in a way that expands the inner growth learning material and the ability for you to follow your heart applying the things that we discuss in our daily anchor ihp podcast show so inner growth mindset lifestyle choices the journey the way that you can work through anything that is arising at first as conflict but that those who tune into any of the material whether the podcast the blog or the website know that's the opportunity for inner growth and for you to follow your heart so i look forward to hearing from you all for this first round it'll be the first year that we have patron members only podcast episodes with your feedback i'm sure we will continue to improve and expand all the material that is meant to inspire your higher human potential i look forward to you joining us today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content 
what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the hp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube Uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership we'll be looking at a couple of different aspects with this lovely topic ideal partners partners can be partners for business partners in your life right Uh, romantic partners family partners friend partners essentially ideal partners come in all shapes and sizes but the ideal is subjective partners in general also come in all shapes and sizes and here if they're not ideal then maybe they're ones that you have from a time where you had a different outlook on things but the beauty of being in 5d or inclined to achieve this 5d state of consciousness that we talk about and that self-empowerment because it always will connect back to the ego self and to you becoming a whole person what's a whole person a whole person is somebody who knows that they can be themselves and that this being yourself is not only the first layer understanding that the body element is our first layer so we have a core and that core involves a default network that our our nervous system one has those main three responses societal engagement looking outside of ourselves for help flight fight freeze pause our brain development from zero to two years of age your emotional brain hemisphere develops first 
now as we've learned from the neuroscience when you name an emotion or you name the shadow side stuff that we've been talking about you allow your prefrontal cortex to activate the prefrontal cortex is where the one person who held the trauma collective summit mentions that's our third eye that's our deep knowing and our crown would be where our neuroreceptors firing our brain has neuroreceptors firing and we have neural pathways when you learn a little bit about the brain there's a couple of documentaries on netflix that tell you our brain uses a certain amount of energy i haven't found the one documentary again which i want to and so that amount of energy is for flight fight is for our organs and then we have another certain amount left for us to utilize which is the one reason why people and i saw this one lady i loved what she had to say she's looking for uh, she's looking to support uh, healers and intuitive coaches so i looked at that because as somebody who considers myself both a healer and intuitive with the reiki master akashic records reading for anybody who's new they don't know this and the intuitiveness as an empath tarot everything in the realm of modern mysticism esoteric and this beautiful energy world really quantum physics gives us plenty of explanations with the holographic principle and the twin photon experiment being the only two that i need to mention personally to say hey we are all connected now the neural oscillator is also something now i believe that is in the force versus power of hawkins and if it's not that one then it's another one but i did purchase that another psychiatrist i believe that i'm not 100 percent sure if that's the title of this person all i know is i did purchase this book that talks about our neuro oscillators vibe our tribe we vibe so the map of consciousness of hawkins for example which i might read again today shows because he calibrated our feelings and the feelings are calibrated in a hertz now when we look at the schumann resonance when we look at the fact that we have magnetite in our brain a lot of different pieces that i've brought together throughout this year so any new listeners they have not heard it but it's important to share these pieces of information as well as say this is not quantitative data this is separate pieces of information that i've collected personally throughout the year between the psychiatrist psychologist that's been a lifelong study and sociologist but right here the holographic principle twin photon experiment the energy therapy other i would say newer and less um, academic pieces of information that people may have things to say such as they haven't been proven because there's not the quantitative the replicated data that people want like my one friend who as i was talking to them about ascension they were saying my skeptic is coming out because i personally don't have a photographic memory and therefore i'm not able to give the timeline exactly as i lived it and that immediately gives a person who's not experiencing something or a new topic just allows them to feel skeptical of course i have a bunch of people that are that and here's the part i'm not here to tell them what to believe in which is what i tell them i'm here to share this is what i have learned of humanity and of life you know and what's going on plus i'm experiencing it personally as a light worker grid worker and somebody who's been going through this 5d ascension since the moment it began and so i have no reason for the regular listeners to hold it back because in fact those of you tuning in some of you are going through the very same journey either recently or you have 
started the same time i started which was a long time ago now the ideal relationships the ideal partners this is very important because in the 5d vibration there was this one thing that they kept talking about and until you start experiencing it you can't really gather what it looks like day to day so there's a lot of material out there that talks about this in a way that does not relate which is why i bring together the human and spiritual elements when i gave you the example prefrontal cortex third eye deep knowing i've had deep knowing since i was a teenager i've listened to my gut the only few times i didn't was very few times and it was in that going from the child to the teenager which any psychologist will tell you that is the time that children stop looking to their parents as the people they're going to look to what kind of example will i lead by and start looking to their peers with an insecure ego guys now the ego is regulated the ego self in our brain development our default network which is that body your autonomous nervous system stores trauma until the age of eight your regulation may be secure or avoidant or ambivalent attachment as we've learned the first week of may or those classes that i've been taking i forget if there's another month for sure that we covered a bunch of elements especially when i was learning about the narcissist and grandiose to support those groups of individuals and a community to understand stop labeling these people as evil because these people have insecure egos these people have a facade and yes they look arrogant and they look like they're aggressive and they are some of them more than others and and some are malignant so they're definitely actions that make them a certain way however inside there's a brain that was not regulated in a way that could feel worth or there's a chemistry or there's passing down of epigenetics shows that there's a passing down of traits if somebody has ancestors that were slaves or in the holocaust psychiatrists psychologists will keep that in mind those traits can be dormant or active now here's where i'll never forget there was this piece of information given but it was in a way of basically casting a stone and setting in stone that a person would be that violent and it is translating oh it's in your genes so you're going to be that it's like when somebody in the sociology community one of the documentaries it's in your dna to be social people might be looking to each other for validation yes they're not necessarily needing people and the reality is once you realize that there is a need that is emotional primarily for if you have an empowered ego you are no longer needing the externals validation emotionally speaking you coexist and by the way i wanted to share something remember how yesterday i was telling you guys about my protective nature with loved ones and i was thinking you know at the end of the day i get protective talking about it but one thank goodness i've never had to be in a physical situation like that but two i actually think physiologically speaking for my size and for how i'm inclined to not be a person who reacts with violence that i would run away or shy away i just thought i'd share that element because i can talk and get frustrated about a mistreatment 
but if i'm in a physical situation i don't feel my body gets the anger if anything those few times i might have been in nothing remotely near to you know anything that required a physical altercation i do not resort to that i resort to the opposite and if anything my body feels intimidated so here the part that you can acknowledge what body type you are what what type of feelings and what type of reaction you have it's not a bad thing and to identify it is something that you can work with if you allow yourself to be neutral towards that you allow yourself to accept yourself so do i prefer being scared to being angry or violent no i don't have a preference obviously it makes me feel less powerful so more more helpless if i have to think about if i found myself in a physical altercation i don't feel though even with my entire size that i could defend myself anyways so the reality is there's an inclination already within my entire body that is a fear state when it comes to something physical other people i've seen they're much more prone to getting enraged and aggressive and i admire if i have to say that trait because it feels like you're stronger even though it has nothing to do with strength but compared to how i feel when i have been in those few times again it feels like a person at least if they get angry they have this rage that makes them feel less helpless or powerless and that's a an opinion that obviously comes from the outside i don't experience it i haven't had that type of conversation with somebody hey how do you feel are you happier that you are more inclined to get in anger and raged or would you prefer getting you know shy away and fear the body doesn't like i think to feel helpless actually i think again as an infant our body begins to organize to help us survive the worst case circumstances that default network is established by our 10 12 month old self it's the body that memorizes and or learns how it's going to ensure we survive the worst case circumstances which is why those children who are not soothed who are not taken and brought into their parents arms therefore their parasympathetic nervous system is not able to engage their brain is not taught to regulate so when stressors come up the body only knows it's unsafe and therefore the heart and gut are shut out there they usually develop addictive tendencies that can be alcohol drugs toxic patterns there's a sense of self that is not secure so the disorganized attachment which does not trickle down from avoidant and ambivalent but is still part of the attachment uh, group disorganized attachment is where a person has a disorganized or excuse me a fragmented sense of self they have not the ability to stay focused because their brain's wiring really goes all over the place meaning it wasn't given the input so that other neuro pathways or neurons could establish and communicate with calmness really what's happening is the infant their emotional body shuts down their freeze response kicks in at a certain point this was one of the first documentaries ever watched leave a child unattended to cry on days the emotional body shuts down this is how a sociopath psychopath can come to be because they have no empathy they're not able to feel now we all have mirror neurons which explains to me those malignant uh, inclined individuals but the malignant also tells me something more that they've been around a vengeful 
anger and a very primordial environment because to have that level of anger within you and i have an example in mind actually of something that i I, i'm not going to full-on share because it's not mine too but where it makes it very clear and actually i was talking to my mother about the differences there's a specific way of talking about the neapolitan culture and certain groups families and this dynamic that is very savage like uh, in the past way in the past okay but where people would actually have to fight for food and this you know creates a specific type of feeling and this is where the epigenetics comes into play and then here we have where in the way of adding up a person's regulation a person's heritage passing down but really the defense mechanism that is going to be most ideal for the body now you guys must be saying you know we're talking about partners but before we get to partners this is very important to understand because that need part when you're engaging without being a whole person you are engaging and again by whole what i mean and i should replace that self-empowered and empowered self-ego is a person that is in 5d and therefore your ideal partners are of all shapes and sizes with the elements of unconditional love and neutrality in mind and with a balance towards your particular preferences not imposing but being able to communicate those and then achieve ideal partnerships without necessary drama which can be a part of your teenage years but doesn't have to be as an adult once you realize to become a full-blown adult means to work with our emotional layer i was watching a youtube video with dr bezel van der kolk six ways to work through trauma without medicine and i shared it on my whatsapp status but if you guys want the link let me know i saved it so you should have it to share with everybody and maybe i'll include it at a certain point in one of the blog posts but um the first thing he says is it's important allowing a person to talk about their trauma and in a safe space to be able and express what they went through and realize that they went through something it's okay that they're not evil not evil like to help somebody understand that you have trauma is something important that helps a person to de-shame and this de-shaming you know by 15 months we can feel shame so an unhealthy and i should say unloving or hostile environment and or a person whose default network organizes in a way and then we've got a rigid household so not allowing the creativity the expression but being somebody who regulates with a firm tone and not unconditional love this is what creates uh not how can i put it the worthy person is what comes to mind the word the word worthy and shame and vulnerable and this element is not considered by people at all you become a teenager you start looking to your peers you start picking your identity you talk about trauma but you may talk about it with the subconscious and conscious popular psychology even coaches that i see like the ones for the narcissism that are helping people are not whole in that they are not self-empowered completely and are not speaking from a place of neutrality or unconditional love with 
all the pieces of the information of the body component and therefore the brain development and the nervous system now the attachment theory just a side note the regular listeners know is not accepted as a theory by all psychiatrists all practitioners in fact they continue to say that the emotional element is not necessary and in fact we have a doctor and or more i don't know how many there are but there's this self-soothe technique that is taught not to mention i told you about this video that my sister shared with me about elimination communication and this is where the i don't remember her 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 name name but amy from the big bang theory is the one who does the video and explains her experience with her children and how she is able was able to not use diapers and to train or not train excuse me pay attention to the cues of her children and allow them to not have to wear diapers and i said you know i bet you anything that is so much less traumatic than the child that too having to unlearn to be able and evacuate anywhere because they had a diaper and i still remember my nephew is definitely not very happy about having to learn something new he's not fond of change people will create their own ideas on these emotional reactions and by people i mean obviously the parenting but even once they start going to school and these elements all involve something that people are not considering the emotional strength and therefore lack thereof of the infant at that moment and so here the the trauma we all experience it even in secure attachment because our body if it feels sad or unhappy and the descending energies this is something the body's going to defend you from the reason the emotional body shuts down when a child is left unattended to cry is because the organisms goes, goes under stress too much cortisol is poisonous for a brain nobody talks about this they love talking about the narcissist is an asshole that person's evil and this has been my entire life i i am so beyond wow thank you for neuroscience and me coming across that first the body keeps the scorebook because my heart was like here's the answer that i've been searching for why do people do what they do and every other person besides the doctors that i was able to read including psychologists would keep on saying their usual cliche sentences humanity is evil humanity is this humanity is that and it's like dude you're a human what are you talking about and today i can say societal engagement your first nervous system's response survival your body will learn how best to survive now you want to slap a label on that go for it as dr bezel points out the first step to healing is a person being able to know what they know and to feel what they feel and to de-shame this he didn't not his quoting words but to be able and say wow i did go through that okay hold on let me take a look and trust myself let me take a look and see what what has just taken place i was watching a documentary on dancing yesterday and i need to share this because it's related to our connection as a species and to everything so you guys know why we probably learned to dance this is a dance teacher who's talking about why we probably learned to dance we learned to dance so that we could in sync be seem stronger to the animals against predators that were coming to eat us because there's a specific energy that we could give off so the the noise all together in synchronicity 
would fend off animals who were much bigger and more violent and we could die right and then dance also and and more studies show that dance is something that also allows us to be more empathic towards one another patient generous less prejudiced and that it creates what is called self other blurring the other person feels like they are an extension of you so self other blurring now go back to the neuro oscillator you vibe your tribe we are vibration people in the ascension community that are not bringing together human and spiritual elements they think of positive and negative energy of higher and lesser people we're all equal difference is the path you're on and the difference is how much of the unconditional love and neutrality are your are you going to embrace are you embracing and it comes to when you're dealing with other people people are not negative or positive they are in fear state or they are in soothe state the nervous system is what regulates you and it is regulated in itself to be in defense mode because your consciousness you are primary and secondary consciousness before you began thinking you began feeling there are seven founding feelings of which two are taste and smell for survival why is our first defense mechanism societal engagement well the same way we synced to keep those predators away we needed each other being the weakest of the species people will more likely help each other then we began obviously creating stories and you know there's a lot of other elements that came to be and today people are still using those very stories when they talk about vengefulness they're thinking about the brothers in the bible or some other you know story from homer iliad we can go grab them the same thing goes for the action movies and then we have our own recent wars and the way recent meaning not that recent thank goodness but we still have there's definitely civil unrest going on and people pinpoint all of that as a political science major it's also the inclination of the way people in tv talk about things and include trauma in fact here's another thing that i wanted to share that i read just recently which makes a very good point science and non-duality conference i didn't watch or go to the website yet but this is uh, the wisdom of trauma film featuring dr gabor mate tim ferris and russell brand it's going live october 4th to 10th so i haven't watched it again i haven't looked into it this is a sponsored ad but just bear with me imagine a trauma-informed world imagine your own family and community might the teachers act differently in your schools how about the doctors seeking to help you heal the judges responsible for deciding sentences the policy makers who define our collective structures and the leaders we appoint to represent our voice we hold the vision of a world that breaks free of cycles of trauma and becomes more open and inclusive it all starts with us truly so the part of trauma-informed world if you remember when i watched the social media thing that created this whole bunch of people getting off of social media i'll never forget because there are a couple people in particular that from one day to the next i found myself unfriended it was very unpleasant and the, the part that was even more was not realizing why because of the stigma of online social media I, i'm an online marketer and from the minute there was social media i loved being able to embark on this journey because it brought people closer because there's nothing wrong with the earth coming together as a species people are afraid of losing their identity culturally like the anthropologists and other people who continue to say but we are flattening 
we're not flattening because we understand and can empathize with each other we're actually connecting people who used to be alone are no longer alone the people who want to judge these groups are judging themselves and really just claiming to think they know what's best for all humanity so the part again of humble and knowing that we're not all the same partners all shapes and sizes of course we have ideal ones duh what's ideal to you then go find it there's no need to cast a stone on those that are not your ideal ideas of relationships there's no need because you don't engage in them and you're not the one god of the entire world nor is any other person and putting aside religion because we don't want to talk about that i'm a person of faith and i know what it means to have that but let us also remember that all beliefs are personal and therefore even here somebody should not be imposing on any other person their belief system when i talk to you about 5d and ascension i'm not trying to pursue any belief i am trying to integrate information that will help a community who gets lost in their own storylines trying to get them to say and see you're a person the way you bring 5d is through your behavior this is why it's christ consciousness because jesus is the example of unconditional love and neutrality of leading from your heart to lead from your heart you must know your heart to know your heart you must be in the awareness of what hurts your heart and in that awareness to find a way to bring forth your own unconditional love neutrality because that's how you gain wholeness and that's how your interactions with people disengages from a need that stems from fear societal engagement your first nervous system's response when the ego self feels threatened it begins with your human elements your upbringing things stored in your belief system but you also have that body and nobody's necessarily paying attention to it when that shadow side comes up embarrassment shame horrified no there's a label slapped onto it that you were given because guess what by seven years old is when you begin engaging with your default network and that's when your teachers and your parents already have been talking to you in a certain way telling you things then your teachers come along and here's where until the age of seven you have and are in the theta brainwave state then by eight years and above you've stopped accumulating trauma by six years maximum seven you stop magical thinking meaning you can tell when something is pretend and the fact that you think you can already consider yourself mature by the time you're 20 well let's take a look are you mature emotionally speaking or are you reactive because i'm going to gather and 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 stop and pause and say that the only way you're emotionally mature by that age is if you are in an unconditionally loving and neutral space with you and external and therefore every time you do have any of those descending emotions you're not labeling your emotion but you're also not taking it out on the next person or thinking that you have a right to get angry and label but you're acknowledging there's an interaction that's taking place all of this is happening in your cosmic consciousness your awareness in the very instant of your body heart and mind and what you are doing so you're taking ownership of the very moment you start speaking with your mouth to another human being of the very moment you start feeling feelings and you start interacting now this is where i i don't get political and talk about group behavior and all of that we can go down that path 
i'm talking about the individual being able to become an empowered ego self and therefore then become an empowering leader and therefore then become a mediator for the groups that are getting into these interactions with a lot of animosity anger rage defensiveness like those narcissistic coaches that are spreading ways to get under the skin of a narcissist now how mature is that and in the meantime as they're explaining this they're getting very proud of themselves they're feeling very fired up and all i can see is another person teaching another person how to hurt another person and how to keep going with that hurt i see nothing wise and i see nothing loving nor do i see anything strengthening what i see is a society that perpetuates in duality and points a finger at each other and is not maturing obviously it has its place and obviously as those who do know about 5d we are only now beginning to see what that in our societal culture will look like and it is about us being able to have ideal partners in the different sizes and shapes meaning we are able to become our equal feminine and masculine energy our equal here's who i am here's my culture here's what i believe here's what i think here's what i feel here's my life and the stuff that i've started going through here are my areas of hurt so these are my triggers and working with them it's not about using these as ah don't do that because you're going to trigger me that's basically you trying to again impose your way don't engage with that person at a certain point if they keep triggering you because the trigger is yours of course the other can be considerate they might not want to be considerate and here's where the arguing begins for people from again an insecure ego from again that societal engagement in a way that the body's reacting to defend you not in a way that is empowered it's like when i said i will not and do not work on that part of me that is very protective i i explained that does not mean wisdom or enlightenment in fact i did not equate that to that at all it equates a reaction that comes from an insecurity it comes from a place of defending do not justify or not justify this is why neutrality those who want to stay in duality will say no there's categorically a right or wrong and here's where people stay again as a political science major and in my international relations and diplomacy masters never forgetting when we got to the table with the un all of my classmates wanting peace world peace world peace and then none of them being able in one sitting to get together and come up with a treaty that all would agree with i was shocked beyond shocked because i'm like wow not only do i now understand why nothing ever really gets done in a certain way or if it gets done everybody there's always one side that's going to complain about it but two all of these people said they wanted the same thing and they can't come together and the biggest part to me was they all didn't come together because of ego because of i want it to be done this way because i chose that this is right and that is wrong because this is what is of best interest and we obviously talked and talked which is why negotiation finally came in all of this by the way in this kind of setting we're choosing for another country it's not even the country themselves there are other governments choosing for one country but the country is smaller the two countries they needed the intervention 
because they can't implement they can't bring forth the ability to how can i uh, label this um to actually institute and have it happen they can't defend their boundaries they needed a, a stronger bigger force which is why the un exists even though the un is not the first that came before the un there was another organization but because it took away the power of the countries the countries didn't like that so they changed uh, scratch this this is too much power to this governing institute we don't want to be one world for heaven's sake let us keep this separation going for a little bit longer so again to not get political because at the end of the day guys whether it be country groups or the individual it has everything to do with ego and the ability for a person to claim one's own worth in the absence of looking outside of yourself for that in knowing from within you worthiness is not something that has to be proven or not proven it is something you own or you don't own it is a feeling of confidence it is a feeling of the sense of soothed state of our lovely parasympathetic nervous system telling our body it's safe now we're not there obviously just yet right there are people that talk about violence and and anger and and a lot of different elements that can come to be luckily we have a police force we have government and no the system is not perfect but we have those there for a reason and also remembering that we evolve as a species this part is very important so we learn to dance to fend off animals predators now we dance because we like dancing and it allows people to have empathy with each other and to have this vibe i love dancing but i don't have a choreography i just love dancing i love techno and the beat that's it italians i loved always more than going dancing in an american club because the times they don't care what they look like they just move americans have to be structured you know people judging each other based on your moves not moves teasing each other there's a lot more shame as a teenager i remember with the americans then with the italians who it's like no let's just have fun we're here to have a good time we're not here to look at what you look like as you're dancing but for example for the italians aesthetics is a big deal what you wear is a big deal so people are looking at each other based on what they wear and here's the part when you learn for those who like i knew that your worth your being okay with who you are comes from you and that that is the way it should be this is when you begin to mature emotionally i learned it from my catechism because i was taught that god made me the way he wanted me to be made and that if i wanted anything else that was being envious that was being jealous that was being a sin and i definitely took that to heart and learned it not to mention that as i started doing Uh, information on psychology meaning learning about human behavior since i've always wanted to help humanity i started understanding about the ego and insecurities and subconscious and trauma and so it made sense that a person would feel insecure and the way you feel secure is a feeling it's not about anything you do in fact there are plenty of people that have given examples of what it means to be secure and none of them are volatile or reactive they're all unwaveringly you know standing firm and being able to have a communication why because they're actually engaged in their 
both their hemispheres their right and left brain they have a what is it called that word the match where they have synced their hemispheres it's called hemisync when the two sides of the brain are harmonized together this is when you know that you're no longer reacting with an insecure ego but that you're able to walk yourself through those descending emotions this is because you're using both emotional and rational brain hemispheres now the other part that i didn't have yesterday that i want to read to you guys and and let's focus in more on the ideal partners is the energy of masculine and feminine because yesterday i didn't have that so clark is listing three aspects to the energies and to male and female again masculine and feminine energy polarity uh countering each other and bringing balance so usually at least the diagrams out there that give standards say that the feminine energy is in the masculine energy is out so the woman feels within it's expressed inside the right brain the feel brain the outside is action that i think and it's the left brain okay so you'd think that male would be more rational and here's where when he was explaining and describing competitiveness i don't believe he realizes that that's not an actual mature thinking brain that's a feel brain in their primordial state of i'm insecure let me compete with these other big dudes like i actually inside was like dude clark come on like how do you not get this but oh wait a minute you're talking maybe to specific audience who's like yeah 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 there are these gender stereotypes don't get me going in the states so much more than when i am with my italian people and in europe because europe and italy is about tradition so it's a patriarchal role yes and there's still gender stereotypes but america male and female very different these stereotypes and the way that it's used it's so extreme it's not even funny like sometimes i'm like you're completely uh the misconception of how the two countries are different depending who you talk to where the the united states most people think that there's more equality between men and female just because a woman who burps and decides to look all you know not dressed up is allowed to do that without anybody judging them but when you go and see how men and women treat each other and talk to each other with this idea of extreme differences you realize wait a minute are we really sure that just because in europe like here for example in traditional traditional households you still will serve the men first because they work they need food they need fuel like there's this way of thinking they need more food because they're going to work harder and they're just their body uses more energy they get catered to in a certain way by traditional households this is already changing but anyways what i was trying to get at is the i think and taking action okay taking action i get it but if a male is competing with another male in their wording that's definitely not a rational brain hemisphere engagement and in fact this whole left right brain is bs meaning we use equal parts of the brain what is happening depends on how your ego self has been regulated are you secure attachment do you know your feelings do you know when you're reacting because you are 
basically defending your position and getting into those descending energies are you defending the fact that you're getting frustrated versus acknowledging yeah i'm getting frustrated which means i'm getting defensive which means my body is using more of my emotional brain hemisphere right now because you're using your default network you're not using as much that prefrontal cortex if you're getting into your flight fight it's physiological once you learn all the pieces to it sitting in compassion is a person being able to use their prefrontal cortex while also engaged in the temporal junction and so you're not doing a reactive thing you're taking a look at what can be done you're assimilating information and then you're deciding basically what are my options you're seeing what you can actually physically do it's not a competition so anybody who's competing they're not actually being practical necessarily just because they're taking action and so the other part was where he was saying the women they want to be what was it the focus on the feeling is the way he was breaking it down and how women between each other give themselves praise versus men who are competing so that's where he was drawing this particular line and i'm thinking ah both are insecure essentially because if i'm looking for praise then that means i am not acknowledging that i want the praise now from neutrality all of this guys you get to choose how much more you want to stay engaged in your first nervous system's response society engagement and look for approval outside of you without acknowledging that that's what you're doing i'm short i'm tiny okay and i've shared this story before there was a guy that i liked as a teenager he was very tall and his reason for us not being able to date was because i was short i began buying platforms and i'll never forget because i knew that what i was doing was not this is not love somebody who's telling you i can't be with you because you're you don't obviously care for me but here's the part we're, we're kids we're teenagers ah it is what it is and i went ahead and bought these platforms and then i liked wearing them and so i kept wearing them and to this day i like heels i i can't wear the huge platforms anymore because of my back but i still love wearing heels point that i'm trying to make here is i was aware that what i was doing is not love why what is love love is one of feeling but when i say love i'm talking about unconditional love and it goes back to when i learned about god making me the way i was supposed to be made and that feeling resonated the way it was explained to me not to mention my mother who always a parent who wants to try and help a child to feel good about themselves will say you know do do you be you again thinking that you are being you without having taken a look at how you're emotionally responding to when people say otherwise is very much a part of a personal development journey that not all people embark on for me it came natural to take by heart what i was being taught because my heart felt unconditional love and and i understood what it meant so i still adhered and did things that were teenage stuff but for that very short time because the deep knowing already knew some things are not right they're not right because they're not in you know the 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 grown-ups tell you how to lead a good life they teach you they obviously know what they're talking about as i got older i realized not all of them teach you unconditional love which is when those adults and those leaders lost complete validity meaning you're telling me your opinion like nietzsche says there are no fact just interpretations and you're wanting to slap a label on it and tell me you're right 
and that that's the one way i used to be one of those kids who would argue the hell out of anything based on a rule book thank goodness that i did not keep on staying in this place and i say thank goodness because the reality is that is so far from anything true in the way that people interact even this part of when the sociologists say people need each other they're not prehistoric animals anymore what had a beginning for a reason is no longer for that reason and therefore to keep allocating it in an old box is like saying it's still being used no dancing we dance because we like to dance now it's become something different and you can empathize and feel as a group but it has a completely different significance in our social setting does not mean that we can't learn about why it came to be our flight fight our nervous system will go through its own transformation because we're no longer a species that is running away from animals or from each other and here's the part where to think of 5d i already know and envision and can tell what this means and it does mean people that are empowered an ego self that is able to learn about empowerment and meaning you guys all of us in what we're talking about so becoming a whole person is about your emotional maturity it is about you tending to the ego self's needs realizing that your first input when something happens is to go to the external and that is where you were raised with certain ideals certain thoughts certain ways the feelings it's only if you begin to explore them so for me teenage year i said okay never again am i going to listen to anyone or anything outside of me that was my first very big important lesson and it was based on making wrong choices that i knew from my heart were not right for me and that yes the external also had taught but putting the external to the side and simply allowing those who are tuning in to understand what it means to listen to yourself it isn't about the outside it's about what's inside now other people started to go down that path of labeling humanity as evil of labeling you know you can't trust anyone this this and that and so even if somebody's in secure attachment if they haven't faced those traumatic experiences and at that teenage year you may not have that maturity to look within and know there's hurt and then say okay let me tend to it because you can you might not get there so you keep on building that story you keep your identity what you've chosen your group because everybody has their own experiences growing up some have a good experience some don't but either way we have experiences and if you're in a place of joy with all partners then this means you're a person who has accepted to coexist and this means you're not pointing a finger and labeling people as good or bad or life or the world as good or bad you actually enjoy every day and then you don't use cliche sentences to describe humanity which brings me to the other example oh before i i want to finish the energies and then i'm going to go read you this example so the feminine energy is creating flow community nature intuitive caring masculine energy linear drive focus compete practical strategic i'm going to say that a mature masculine does not compete 
a mature masculine is driven focused strategic linear and practical they do not need to compete because they know their worth that's why i said a mature masculine and for the women create flow nurture caring intuitive and community for the mature feminine it is a nurture and caring that does not involve their own ego self desires but that involves the actual needs of the other and it only is done in a way that doesn't take away from their life mature feminine mature masculine you can have equal parts i personally have both and definitely competition i've always hated it not only because for example in in pe because i couldn't match that so it obviously made me feel in a certain way but the reality is once i got older also because i find it futile for me to compete with other people when i'm my own person and other people are their own person and to compete it's like saying oh you're a different size shape chemistry all of that i want you now to compete why this is for those who look outside of themselves for that worth if anything it frustrates me because it keeps people in insecurity but this is where if that societal engagement the first nervous system's response is what you're leading by and the mind wants to compete because that's your storyline you've become a person who finds satisfaction in the competition right here is where you're in a one-up and in fact it's only those who are in the one down that are going to get help to try and get out of their situation narcissists grandiose people don't go and seek help usually until they're forced because they feel good about being themselves because they're able to get themselves in those exact situations that make them feel one up that's the whole point of competing in any way shape or form is of an insecure ego you need that to feel your worth as long as that's happening recognize the chemistry that comes forth the body element so your body is even if just saying the word initiates a specific situation within my own body and tone and uh, that's the fascinating part when you begin again to be aware that every word you speak matters they're learning this and studying it it, in a university in california just fyi so there's all of these different amazing elements when you begin to pursue that inner growth as a journey mindset lifestyle and following your heart with the self-empowerment in mind the enlightenment in mind and that 5d state of consciousness in mind it is an equal energy male female action feeling within you because you're getting to know one those feelings all of them in neutrality within your cosmic consciousness which is your brain guys you're getting to think about your primary and secondary consciousness your feelings and your thoughts now some people will want to go and get that support you go there's plenty of the coaches for life coaches the narcissist the coaches the psychiatrists you've got an array of individuals or you can also do it through that inner growth journey there's the beginners program on udemy and i'm creating mentorship programs but the reality is just listening to a podcast and understanding you have an ego self it's called you and it's called your emotions and your thoughts and it's called your interactions with humanity because yeah we're part of society doesn't matter how old you are you can be a child you can be old you have the faculty because you have the thinking you have the ability to be aware of yourself 
and all you need is information that helps to guide you and with the body element you know now why the feelings you have come to be even if you say i have genes that have passed down those same psychiatrists that talk about this say you're not confined to being that way this is the old way oh they were born in that evil household they will always be evil no but it may explain a level of anger and rage that comes from within them and that now that they know they don't feel they don't have to feel ashamed they don't have to feel horrified and they can work with creating new neural pathways because that's how you rewire there's courses that are called rewire your brain the nlp that i need to start doing why not to mention the somatic approach class too is all about neuro-linguistic programming i only took it because i want to see what it's about and to get the title to be able to support those who do look into it but to do it even better because the nlp works with that subconscious and conscious i'm sharing you want to work with your consciousness it's not harder physiologically speaking to sit in compassion with oneself and the external requires simply what i described as those body elements there's compassion training camps go to that you learn how to be in compassion obviously i feel doing something on your own is what's way better because from what i gathered they show people images um and that's how they train them i don't know if i'd want to do that you know type of training i still if i see certain images um i will begin to feel compassion but also sadness so obviously we can practice that's why they do compassion training but to remain on the purpose of helping you to become empowered here learning self-compassion is very important and tone matters when you're speaking to yourself when you're thinking of things that bring shame recognizing wait this brings shame because i was taught this remember what i share with you my personal experience with with prayer and now that i have this knowledge that goes beyond what i was taught with god and as a uh, catholic now that i'm beyond it sometimes there have been moments in the past where i feel that i'm doing something wrong and i told you more than once i know where that comes from it has nothing to do with me this was something that was taught to me by society not my own belief it's societal culture that says this is the right way to pray this is the wrong way to pray and therefore i have a feeling that feeling is not right or wrong it's a feeling that comes because of something i was taught the minute you're in neutrality is the minute you are again working to be in a space of empowerment and you're disengaging from that societal engagement the first nervous system's response so you're allowing yourself to be in the parasympathetic nervous system that's why it's called self-compassion but compassion towards the external is where you're not labeling the system as faulty wrong or right i'm not saying oh you horrible church you taught me this which is what some other people will think of especially when they're saying i'm spiritual not religious either way you believe in something to be in this place of competing is once again a person of one or the other group trying to find validation for what they believe in which means there's a level of insecurity if you are competing there's a level of insecurity the world may keep on doing that i'm talking to people who want to be empowered 
there's a very different feeling when you're empowered you're in neutrality and above feelings let us review if i still have that screenshot force versus power if you remember i was reading that to you from the um stephen hawkins and this is also thanks to an element that i saw i don't have it here um wait a minute here we go yes i do force so force and power you want to be in power excuse me so power is from neutral and above force is the below so power involves the feelings and the state of consciousness and vibration of neutral flow and bliss so from neutral you go to will to acceptance to love to joy to peace and then enlightenment for those vibrations feelings that are in the below so suffer get by and neutral even though the neutral is actually neutral neutral so force are shame guilt apathy fear desire anger pride courage you want to lead with power not force i think i've been mixing that one up so regular listeners pay attention but at the same time this is where that's the way they're organizing it to me what you want to always focus on is being in neutrality so that you may from enlightenment walk yourself through the different feelings because you won't be in peace and acceptance the minute something happens that upsets you you're going to be in anger or pride or want to compete so it's about you being able to give that name the minute you give the thing the name is that neuroscience that says we've given it a name so what happens now once you've given it a name the emotion is activating the prefrontal cortex so the rest of the brain quiets down you're able to name this challenging moment and then through writing support sharing you get to talk about it so the blood is going again to the prefrontal cortex where you are actually able to have more impulse control and it sends the outputs or the inputs to the part of the brain that is able to better manage a difficult area of yourself that you're usually afraid is going to take over and hurt you ruin your life or another person's life all of this again step by step for you involves you being the one who chooses i'm going to stop reacting certain ways when it comes to those emotional reactions now back to the example that i wanted to read of this person though they're talking about uh this is a translation one day a person who i cared for deeply told me three words you are too much as a good empath and right here you can tell that this person is defining themselves as an empath and wait till what comes next because here they're not in 5d and they're not in compassion as a good empath i put myself in their shoes asking me what was wrong with me so the question is what doesn't work with me this is not a 5d person an empowered self a whole person meaning a confident neutral where there isn't something wrong with you just because somebody says you're too much now somebody would say oh but it's only a choice of words the choice of words we can all yes say those i'm the first who says words and sometimes somebody will pinpoint it and i'll gladly expand on it 
it's usually people who don't want to talk about things that will reduce it to a sentence and i'm like well wait a minute this word and, and some people say oh, but it's only a word well this word may imply this so can i hear more of what you're explaining so again take this as a example not you know we're not spelling out ever one truth any new listeners that way you know this we are talking about different topics in open spaces here but the person who's asking themselves what's wrong with me what doesn't work with me and is calling themselves a good empath is somebody who is thinking right here the feminine without the mature feminine nurturing caring without their best interest who says you're wrong when i bought those high heels it was not because there was anything wrong with me i was buying them because i felt insecure and really it was because i wanted to date a boy that wasn't dating me for that i knew the ridiculousness of that which is also why i'm very fond of my teenage years and i'm very fond of being very quick to learn how not to do things to appease people because that's not the way one that you're going to be happy two people will not do the same for you not because they don't want to but because everybody's driving from their own ego the difference for the empowered ones is that you actually take ownership of it and you're not pointing a finger and claiming that other people are to blame for things that are happening now the way this works guys is where neutrality gets you to a place of zero you don't want to be one up or one down right here a person who is saying asking myself what didn't work with me is in one down they're not in one up because they're not they're not saying asking myself what's wrong with that person that's one up right there that would be one up and you don't want that or that the person expressed their opinion you don't like it then that's it you don't like it you don't have to like it you don't have to not like it it isn't your opinion it's their opinion so let's see then it says then i asked myself a million other questions this shows you just again the person's doubting themselves based on another person's opinion and they're giving themselves the label of a good empath so this is giving you the stereotype that this person is using to fit a specific storyline and to actually come out with a conclusion that's going to lead them to a expression that is one up versus having been able to do it from zero there would be a very different and we'll look at that so i asked myself a million other questions and then i came to my conclusion is it too much to um wait i'm translating let me read it at a time first uh is it too much that which is deeply felt is the majority of people are the majority of people today preferring what is on the surface that which requires no no effort whatsoever are we in the era of i love you told you in a month and to different people different relationships different dialogues super, superficial dialogues and one day i understood there's nothing wrong with wanting everything one day i understood that i wanted to be free to laugh like a child and to be a strong woman that one day i could talk about literature and philosophy when i wanted to and watch a trash tv program reality tv program too i want to say that i am made of stories without being afraid of being too much i want to be everything i want somebody who is everything because to me too much is something i like i swim in the depths 
and i drown in the surface now i'm not going to read the name of the person obviously they must be somebody famous for this person to have quoted them and i was the entire time i'm thinking okay one most people i've had conversations with throughout my years will have some type of thought like this with partners again business relationship family doesn't matter what kind of partner it's partners we're still in the looking at this whole topic because here I'm, I'm trying to share what is important when it comes to any ideal partner before you can even know what an ideal partner is you must be your ideal partner and i know this sounds so cliche which is also why i didn't start with that because it isn't about you knowing from your brain this is actually about you understanding that you're a body heart and mind you're a human being who has a specific way that you developed from your infancy and that your ego self and your body has a way it reacts when you're insecure not because you lack confidence because your actual body feels helpless and your actual nervous system's first response is to look outside of you for that definition of what you are and until you have begun to be aware of where your stories are you will not be in a space of realizing the emotional maturity that can come this person who defines themselves a good empath and then goes and questions themselves a a million questions and then goes and compares themselves here they're competing with i suffocate with the superficial they make statements on other human beings and call them superficial they apparently are depth talk to any person and they're not in their element they will give you the same sentence the same and you know it made me laugh when they said oh this is the generation of the i love you one month and the you know next another i as a teenager did that and you know at the end of the day when i sat to think about it love is love the idea that love is of one person i had never understood it i never understood it because love is a feeling it isn't a person and a partner is not meant to be a specific type of love and when you get into the soul connections for those who know about that here's the beauty which connects to chemistry and connects to vibration and that nervous system and a blend that you know there is no way unless you feel this to define every relationship with one word because all of them all of the people that are my people i have a different feeling with and they all have a feeling of love but when i come together with each one of them we create something different our conversations you know they go a certain way but the feeling is very unique it's an imprint of me and them and it does not involve the others the same way there's an imprint of my family dynamic there is a specific energy with the family meaning my siblings and my mother then there's another when my uncles and cousins and all of us get together there's another when i'm only with my grandma or when i'm only with my mother that's the beauty of being an empath to the depth of you with this 5d you're not in the space of you're a good empath and you feel deeper than any other person we have mere neurons in our brain we have a nervous system we have this neuro oscillator you vibe your tribe and then we have a bunch of words that people use to categorize each other and they forget or actually are not reminded by those 
who are only giving them a segment that put it all together because as a human you're not one layer so guess what yesterday on this same dance video that i was watching uh the documentary this is on netflix it's one of those specials that they have documentaries on different things they showed two people rocking in their chairs and they said you know people actually will go in sync if you put two people in a rocking chair they're going to start sinking rocking together and remember there was that other um study i've mentioned to you before where i've tested this out if there's um resonance between two people who are talking they will mimic each other these are the mirror neurons in our brain every person has gut instinct the difference is if you've listened to it now those who don't have their emotional body are lit the ones who went through trauma and are tuned out from their gut and their heart they're not actually tuning in this is why narcissism and grandiose the narcissist and the grandiose person cannot tell authenticity is what the psychiatrists have mentioned obviously i'm sure you know we can't make a general statement because everybody's going to go through their own personal development journey and they may become aware of this tuning out from the body and learn to tune in because it's still their body you don't need a practitioner to start paying attention to your body and learning things what you need is simply your awareness so again this is a blanket statement but obviously there's always going to be differences but when they said this piece of information i said well of course if they're tuned out from their heart and their gut the very places where you're open to love and you're open to i can and you have a facade because of narcissism and grandiose they have a facade they are working already to meet expectations without realizing it because they felt so horrified and useless or something very negative as a child that they were not worthy they were brokenhearted that they had to start saying or creating this person that would meet expectations and you don't really realize it until you're in it and really at that point again usually the narcissist grandiose doesn't go because they have built a life that looks good they are charming they have people that love to be around them and anytime there's criticism they leave they disengage anytime when there's a challenge to their worth they react which is why it's not wit even the malignant they're doing something strategic to protect themselves but on the outside they look like they're this evil evil you know a, a plan to try and take but here's the part you realize especially for those who become that aware and the one time i've dealt with the full-blown narcissist and then comparing with another person who deals with another it's like yeah they're not actually thinking things through they're making bullshit up and they just trying to get away with it like again we're not talking about the criminals there the criminals who knows what background they had to get to that space what type of lifestyle before they became what they became and the level of hurt that was felt because to go to an extreme means there was the opposite felt within and it's not justifying anything it's a matter of vibration it's a matter of body okay and anything that is afraid and hurtful your body from the minute you're born will help you survive the worst case circumstances and i've seen those infants that are trauma based that didn't have the emotional you know that they needed they had abuse and neglect in the way they looked and then i thought of people that got older 
and that i've seen on shows and their stare is the same the only difference is now they have an adult face to it and they learned how to be able and use what their body organized in a certain way but putting that to the side what i was trying to get at here is this person thinks they're deeper than others or that people you know they're judging the entire society as people who say they love easily even as a teenager people would say that it's like this is repeat information this is where the psychiatrist when they teach compassion of self and they teach their patients that everybody has shame they're teaching them you're human like everybody else we all have moments of shame now this is where there are steps to move forward with recognizing that we have a common desire to be loved and accepted connected to the body because this is where that parasympathetic nervous system and your ability to disengage from looking outside of you begins following your heart is not about saying i'm better it's about saying this is what's right for me so as a teenager i said you know this is not right for me these people are not right for me all of the ways that i've done things that i knew i shouldn't have that i knew were you know part of being a group whatever that's done and that was closed and from that moment forth the only people i engaged with were people of a specific type and anybody else was not of my interest to this day there is a specific way that i will relate to others and really it's based on my intuition and really the universe in life never brings me any person and or thing that is not meant to be a part of my life but i'm very selective which is something that more than one person has noted to me and in fact the word snootery is what one person once told me and i said i'm not a snoot i simply know what i want around me when you are zero you're choosing partners based on what you will give and what you will also expect for me the only expectation is sincerity and really that sincerity equals the person being able to be themselves and sincerity means talking about emotions talking about things building relationships partners accompany each other throughout their life and therefore if you cannot talk about things it's not really a partnership trust is not about people telling each other everything trust is about people being able to know that if there's something going on that is making a person unhappy or feeling you know that you get to talk about it and that both people's emotions are important and those emotions involve also fulfillment and well-being when my one last traditional relationship ended and remember i told you this person when i went to them to try and say but you know let's try and work it out they had one already met their ideal lifetime partner in fact and they married them and i'm best friends with them they didn't tell me that they didn't say i found some people that were of interest to me because they were too shy and thinking of societal niceties even though they knew me so right here they knew that i would not have condemned that i'm not traditional in any way shape or form in fact we had an open relationship at the end because we were both away from each other and that just makes more sense in fact if i have to even continue with that share it was interesting because when i first said this is going to be open because i'm not going to be here they they said no 
i don't want it to be an open relationship and i said no i am not accepting your no because here's what has happened prior and here's the reality of things and i'm okay with this this is not something that i don't need us to be you know fixed this is something silly quote unquote because it's about ownership which you're not my possession i'm not your possession and the reality is partners last a lifetime because the people feel it as a partnership if it's a relationship intimate they feel it together people bring forth what they want between each other there is forever and it's called when there's a bond and it's called open communication and it's called both people respecting each other it's called being in zero it's called being an entire a whole person it's called you being your masculine and feminine energy and the opposite it's called connecting which we always do by the way all the people in your life you connect with and if you don't then you're not paying attention to yourself and you are putting yourself for some reason which will connect to worth and your environment and a storyline you are in that type of situation and i see it i see family members repeating the way their parents are because they're not aware that they are because they're not aware of themselves they're only complaining and using the same way this one woman writes about i'm deep apparently you know and the the funny part was a person i used to care for i wanted to see the rest of that because i'm guessing they used to care for them because maybe this was a partner that left them and even here i always would laugh when somebody would say i used to how do you used to care you either care or you don't care there are people in my life to this day they don't talk to me i still love them to death when i wasn't talking to my one friend i never said i don't love them i just don't want to be in a friendship actively with you because you dissed and disrespected certain elements which we ended up clearing up and in fact we are friends and have been again actively since then but even as we weren't we still stayed in touch and i never personally considered them not a friend in fact the reason they were on the i'm not talking to you list is because of the level of depth that that relationship is and that is where i learned something very important that you don't know the depths of people until you're actually getting to spend more and more time and until there are certain interactions even interactions that one would say are not pleasant and and for me i find those interactions unnecessary but i realize that people are too scared to speak their truth because society has taught people a certain way to not talk about emotions because of stereotypes and other stuff and and so individuals as teenagers started to follow these and they kept going through them versus speaking their truth and learning to be comfortable is the other part which is why it's about emotional maturity so this this person who i was with for four years knows me to death not to mention though they obviously didn't really learn to hear because one of the reasons why they said we're breaking up is because i didn't want the same things they wanted and they apparently thought i would change in time right here is the very big mistake people make and i shouldn't call it a mistake as much as it's an illusion and even arrogant and even you know again thinking somebody will change that already implies that you don't like them as a partner why are you bothering and again teenager 
this became very clear people would stay together break up stay together break up dude stay together or break up it's either not working or it's working it doesn't matter you doing this isn't changing anything and in fact most relationships i'd say if you broke up then you should stay broken up but obviously this is where everything has more than just one layer so for me when that boyfriend the teenage one would cheat i would make up because i wanted to be with them long term i saw them as my lifetime partner i'll never forget that where today i'm like thank goodness no i actually can see totally not lifetime partners for for sure um but i would still take them back because i knew that that was the age to do silly things if you're not exploring what are you doing and then there are couples who stay together instead from their teenager and they're married everybody has a different idea now we have been taught about monogamy and a certain way the traditional relationship is that i believe that those things will stay in place but there is a different element the 5d is about more individuals being together because of a true feeling that connects them but also true partnership of equality and when i say equality i don't mean of the things you do in the household i mean of the equal feminine masculine energy of people being whole and so we're not choosing partners anymore like our grandparents had to choose it's not about the elements at least not for all i know there are still people that do have the 3d way or the 4d way we're going to put it that way of choosing partnership that i'm talking to those who are inclined to be in an enlightened space to want to be an empowered self ego this does not mean that the person and or people in your life have the same adventures and conceptualized elements that you do what it means is you know that you can communicate with them and that they're invested in you the same way you're invested in them and so those moments that are not so joyous for people it is about getting to know each other and then working through those emotional turmoilist moments there is never shying away when people want to be in each other's lives there's only shying away when there's fear or when there's incompatibility and really incompatibility people aren't shying away it's like my ambivalent attachment friend i still use the word friend but we're not active friends we're not actively involved because their demands are not compatible with my day-to-day life so ideal partners they need to match you and your desires you need to match them and desires is not again about actions it's actually about a way of flowing in the day-to-day if i have to be worried that my friend's going to think i don't love them because i can't call them in a whole month i don't want that nor is it true nor is it necessary not to mention that is an emotional need that the person has and that they're looking for me to fill but my day-to-day does not allow that not to mention it's an insecurity so again all of these elements can be discussed let's say the ambivalent attachment person would be able to discuss those elements without becoming a person who is hurting another which is what essentially happened first it's i'm not worthy so you're not connected to me then it's you're obviously the bad friend because if all my friends were like you then i would be doing nothing this way is not communicating with openness of dialogue and hearing another person this way is this is what i want and you're not giving it to me 
that's not partnership that's a person making demands there are those who have those types of relationships and that's for them okay and that's why we have partners all shapes and sizes now i wanted to read to you the inner growth word of the day partners merriam-webster dictionary definition one associated with another especially in an action partners in a sentence partners come in all shapes and sizes from business to family to friendship to intimate relationship and no matter the type they are they always add to your day-to-day partners in action one or more people who work with you on something or accompany you in your life's journey those are partners partners and inner growth exploring types of partners you have in your life and how you are as a partner brings inner growth since it gets you to look into the relationships you build and why you give what you give to your partners when you are always allowing yourself to know that you exist and that the partners you choose are a representation of what you feel you deserve or of what you have been used to you're the one who gets to start taking a look at that or maybe they're from the past they're simply those people that you have been used to again for that uh, long time history there's no need to disengage from any relationship but there is an awareness that begins to take place when you're allowing yourself to know what is an ideal give and take and that is where for your fulfillment for your stimuli your brain stimuli your emotional stimuli and what does this mean it means feeling at ease means that you're able to have conversations you're able to be heard now this happens for most people they will navigate life divide the tribe and that's why it looks different for everybody depends on where they're at in their journey for you the one who's achieving the impartiality of the inner growth program the advanced level this means you have very smooth relationships it means that even when those elements of non-positive quote-unquote hurtful situations take place those people don't get um they're not out of your life okay so what i share resonates you're not categorizing based on you actively being in their day-to-day life or not okay then there's the other group of people for them it's only if you're actively engaged in each other's lives that you are then a partner or somebody that can be considered you know ideal you know which one is which and none are better or worse it's about you being able to understand from within you how you feel now what i was telling you about the one four-year-old relationship four years long not four year old four year old no <laughs> four years it was forget what it was 2005 when it yeah ended um when i reached out to say but you know we can make it work and they said no you would regret this because i know what you want in life this this and this this is what's going to make you happy they gave me that is love right there they gave me what was true which made me reflect and i said you know at the end of the day we know i know this is true so letting it you know go and then staying friends and again becoming best friends with the wife which is awesome and one of the reasons why i know about crystals and all that is they started introducing me to the 
metaphysics esoteric world and um, that element has simply grown stronger acknowledging the souls and our connection in this way with soul contracts or just so family you know is really fascinating but adding to the element the holographic principle adding to the element the map of consciousness for example and where again calibrating all those feelings i'm not going to read it to you guys today but that shares with you why with different people you have different outcomes of what's happening in a moment because each one of us is feeling different feelings and then we have our personalities and we are able to communicate or not it's very clear when a person's not able to communicate so the fact that this person for example didn't ever say to me i thought you would change i knew why because i'm a person who's very set i tell you what is what and that's that like when i said it's an open relationship they did not expect that they were not in favor of it there was no compromise but this is because i've realized as a teenager people do not know how to be aware of themselves enough to be able to know why you don't commit when you don't commit to something it is because there is not ownership of that something this is where ideal partners are two people and or more so again leaving it open that are committed one way or another they end up together and staying in each other's lives now if you're participant this is where it's not end up this is where they're your ideal and the minute you stop giving yourself a one up or one down and you simply start choosing what's for you is the minute all of your relationships will be the ideal ones because you're not telling a person who to be you're saying i'm invested in you because i like you and you like me and at the end of the day we're people some people and even comedians they say you know what's the point of making new friends you're going to meet those same character traits because everybody has you know their insecurities everybody lies this is the part of being human everybody has vulnerability is what i want to say is the one word that comes to mind and that ego self is where they can find out what's going on everybody began with the default network at 10 12 months that started to engage by seven years old and then you yourself started to label you it's only when you started to take a look at those emotions the descending ones and taking ownership that you start making choices that will match your desires and feelings me i started a teenager after making choices that did not match and from that moment forth i never made any type of compromise i always chose with complete visibility this person knew that which is why they didn't say i don't like this because they knew been like okay well bye because every one of us leads from the ego self and not many or actually i shouldn't say not many that's probably a growing number the individuals who are able to speak their truth without shying away are the ones who are okay with being judged by society i share with you the things i share so that you may understand what it looks like to be at zero and it doesn't mean fighting your way through anything but it does mean understanding that there are different ways that people will react to you being in a place of empowerment and most of the time unless they're empowered as well they're going to have an opinion now when you're choosing your ideal partners this is what looks very different 
lifetime partners romantic relationships friendships the intimate even business there have to be certain things that are a match and i'm sure that what is most important to you is going to be the people being able to talk because that's where genuine and being oneself comes into play so here an empath is not about being good or bad or depth or not depth an empath knows when a person is in a state of fear and when i say fear what i mean is when that nervous system is using societal engagement flight fight freeze pause now the freeze pause is pretty challenging that one narcissist when he was lying through his teeth there was not one inch of his consciousness coming through because his armor at this point is so thick that it's it's all a script in fact though that's an energy itself it was flatlined it was emotionless so i could probably identify the same thing when i recently met this other person who i'm pretty sure is grandiose and narcissist there's this very specific feeling that came about as they were being charming and speaking and seemingly open to all and then the information came about from my younger sister i was like ah okay that was the feeling because there's another three or four people that have that same distinct feeling that this person there's a specific feeling that comes with the attributes and then there's other other where there's a sense of guilt sadness uh, remorse uh, shyness just different things and this is where societal engagement is happening but there's the ego self and fear of speaking up and of saying what's on one's mind and therefore you know not speaking that also is a specific feeling so right here for the empath that is in 5d you don't act on this you know what you're feeling and you know that you're getting to know people based on what they're choosing and then that's where moving forward when relationships ideal partnerships are strengthening there is more communication there is more and more and more if that isn't taking place there's the shying away because there's less communication because the partner or person who is choosing i don't feel comfortable speaking up they're not wanting to do that they will continue to not do that it's like the one person in my life way back when where i would never have stopped tending to reach out and help and stay in contact they knew that so at a certain point they just went they disappeared they just uh, yeah, lost all trace of them we only were able to get back in touch because of a very specific situation and a family member but i'll never forget <clears throat> when that happened because they didn't tell they didn't give warning they just up and deleted the one email that i had to be able to reach them and then their phone was changed everything was i couldn't find them and i don't remember how i felt but i remember knowing that they did that because they didn't want contact so you know that's that doesn't mean it's something i was happy about but here's where we don't choose how people decide to um, react when they're hurt and it isn't by us doing anything at all that we can help them feel the unconditional love that we have for them when you're a person who has unconditional love obviously many or others will stay in relationships with those conditional loves 
and the societal engagement nervous system's response and those will be ideal partners for those individuals for the person who's in again that advanced place of the inner growth program and beyond so you're in 5d there is an element of simply i love to have people in my life these are my people you're not you know thinking of them as having to change not change that's where those will resonate and know what i'm saying when i say as an empath that ability to be able to intend to doesn't mean that you're able to help the fear go away or the hurt go away or whatever it is that's going on on the other end that's the whole part you're not even engaged in it because it's not yours and they're not wanting to share it and and that's that you're going to allow what is to be and right here is where when people say you cut the cords that's actually quite untrue because people are connected to each other and an empath will actually always be connected to those people because again we're not going to get into it but there's a specific way that we can feel and do feel each other the same way we feel the collective and light work for the collective the people that are part of our group of our tribe like i'm thinking of a handful of them for sure that i'm not in constant contact with but i will have dreams as they go through their own stuff i don't go telling them about it because that's the whole point we're not actively in each other's lives but i know that i'm processing something and something's going on and you know that they know for the ones who actually paid attention that i'm always here for them if they want for those who like my one ex-boyfriend who's a friend you know i was very upset when i realized that everything that i spoke very clearly somehow got lost you know somewhere like not being able to tell me there's other women that i'm interested in and that's why but being the one to say no we want different things that was right there a cop-out essentially because we had chosen and come to an agreement on certain things even though the wife said well really it wasn't because you guys both wanted different things growing up you wanted a career he wanted more kids and just kids in general and a family and that part was true however like i said we had come to an agreement so to me it's an actual cop out quote unquote because there was not taking ownership and bluntly saying hey i found girls i like more than you uh at the end of the day yeah you're telling me we'll compromise but i I want more than just one child and you're only giving it to me because i would want one you know to spell things out is where you know for me right there those are ideal partners and i have my empowered peeps as my ideal partners the other ones there's the little wiggle room dance depends on whatever area they feel shy about and therefore they won't speak up and at the end of the day as an empath i know exactly when that's happening but this is where i'm not presenting it because it's not mine to present the other person is the one who's wanting to keep that and you you do learn how to be in that space for those of you who are empaths it's by being quiet and respecting the person and what they want to share or not share because that's what unconditional love is about you're not labeling i can't trust them based on a feeling that you understand is their ego self reacting with something and they have their own relationship with that something and and it's not yours to understand i mean you make attempts don't get me wrong but it becomes clear when somebody wants to or doesn't want to talk about stuff again 
and i look forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic calling in on anchor leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section of the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all lots of love hugs and smiles